Hi, folks. Welcome to 49 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. In past episodes, we spoke about how to build an income and expense report, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what to look for in a net worth statement to see how close you are to complete financial choice. And last week, we had Doug Marshall speaking about multi-unit residential financing. Today, we have as our guest, Kristen Swanson. Kristen helps thought leaders execute their someday when procrastination projects with ease. As a breast cancer survivor and Coaches Institute trained coach, Kristen's learned the importance of getting out of one's own way and stop waiting until someday to make a unique impact. Realizing deeply that you only live once, she's gained perspective, tools, and strategies to overcome the illusions fear instills in us. Kristen, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Let's get right to it with some questions. Again, you know, I've got a hint as to what you're doing and, and why, but, you know, elaborate on that, please. Yeah, so I'm a coach and I help entrepreneurs, mainly in the personal and professional development space, thought leaders with what I call their someday when projects. So these are the projects that they're putting off until someday. The thing that's like in the back of their mind that's saying, someday when I have more time, what I really want to be doing is this, whether that be launch a podcast or someday when my kids are grown, what I really want to do is expand into this new line of business, move from one-on-one coaching to group coaching or whatever it might be. Because I find that you know what it is and those voices in the back of your head that say those things actually aren't ever going to go away. And so the sooner we get to taking action on them, the better, and the more things will flow once you start stepping into that, because those are the things that are going to make the biggest difference on your business and the bottom line, really. Terrific. And why? You asked me why. So why I do this work is really around, I mean, because like you said, I am a breast cancer survivor and I sort of have had my own someday win projects. I've put things off. And I did wait until like a cancer diagnosis sort of woke me up to the fact that I don't know how long I have and why am I not just taking action now? And now I'm very aware of that. And I don't want to see other people wait till some life event happens. Like, let's just get this stuff started. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I'm also going to guess there's probably a charity that you support that, you know, you feel has an impact on you directly. And if so, uh, what, is, what charity would that be and what, did, what do they do? Yeah, so Susan G. Komen is really close to my heart. So that's somewhere where I've donated and donated time and money. And then the other one is, and that's because of breast cancer. And then the other one is the Alzheimer's Association because my mom died um, early of a, a rare form of dementia. And so this is just another organization that's close to my heart, as well as Kids Town International, who they um, we've helped kids in Nepal with those donations. Oh, fabulous. And, you know, yeah, it's um, I I mentioned this before, but um, Shelter to Soldier is a charity that's very close to my heart. They get 100 percent of the profits from the work that I do because I had it so easy in Vietnam 
sitting on a ship with uh, able to take showers and eat at tables while people I went to high school with are crawling through rice paddies in Vietnam. And uh, it's just, you know, so that's why that charity is so important to me. Yeah. So tell me who your uh, uh, target market would be. Yeah. So my target market are thought leaders, mainly entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of solopreneurs. So typically in the personal professional development space. So coaches, authors, speakers, consultants, those type of thought leaders. Got it. Okay. So, and what would you say was your biggest failure, whether personal or business? Yeah. So I think my biggest failure was back when, so I launched my business like 10 years ago, went and got my coach training, quit my job at the time, started doing business coaching. And then it was back in the like 2009 recession and my husband and I were both self-employed and it was just tough, right? I also was pregnant. So young kids, tough time. And, um, I end up turning one of my biggest clients into a part-time job. And the mistake that I feel like I made was that I didn't leave that job for eight years. Like I could have, you know, done that for a little while while I, while I then, you know, launched my business again, but I waited too long is the, what I see as the failure. And I, it was, I mean, but, but it is these like real life events that seem to be stopping you, right? Like I felt like I was tied to that health insurance, especially being a breast cancer survivor. I felt like I had to do that. So it's just when I look back on those things that I think, um, you know, why wasn't I taking at least some of those actions during those eight years? And, and that's kind of what I, what I like to help people with. Uh, that makes sense. So um, would you say that uh, your biggest insight from that was, it may take a life event to have you go after these sometime goals. Someday yeah, goals. yeah. Biggest insight and and aha to like let's not have it take life events, <laughs> right? Like let's start small and start now. Like these big goals that we're talking about that are these like soul-led goals that I help people with are not things that are gonna happen overnight anyway. That you're not going to just write a book overnight, like launch that podcast overnight. And so why not just take little steps every day working towards it? So I guess the insight was like, you know, you know it's not like this all or nothing thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what would you say are the typical feelings that your prospects experience that keeps them from going after these someday goals? Yeah. So a lot of it is fear and um, there's a little bit of shame that happens. I talk about productivity shame. So they feel at the end of the day that they didn't get to the things that they really wanted to get to. So there's sh some shame there. I think some of the things that are stopping people are things like imposter syndrome and like perfectionism, you know, not feeling ready yet, all of those feelings. Um, I'm sure most of the people listening have dealt with that in one form or another. What would you say um, would be, well, no, let, let me have you give me like a, a case study, uh, a situation where one of your clients may have faced this and, you know, what did they do and where did they end up? Yeah. So I recently had a client and it was sort of like towards the beginning of COVID where She's pretty clear about wanting to launch a business, but was in this corporate job that wasn't really 
her soul, like feeding her soul anymore. And so what we did was while she was in the corporate job, got super clear on what her boundaries are. So really clear about boundaries around like email and the calendar and taking lunch breaks and, you know, getting your exercise in and all of these things that some of us forget to do when we're like in the whirlwind of corporate and regular, I mean, any job or life even. So I, we got helped her get clear on those things, which gave her a little bit of space, right? So then she kind of had a little bit of breathing room, a little bit more clarity, and then got clear about what that business would be and what she would be doing every day and how it would feel once that business was launched. And then once that started to happen, she, it all kind of just fell into place. Like she ended up being able to quit the job launched the business even during COVID and opportunities just started coming her way. And this is what I see often. Once we start taking these small steps towards these big goals, it just all kind of lines up and it flows easier. Uh, Yeah. It's, you know, I've experienced it. I've seen so many other people experience it. And what I, uh, the way that I describe it is that when you declare what you want or you write down your goals, all of a sudden, the things that you wouldn't have seen before, you now notice. Yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, the universe is telling you, well, you asked for this, so we're giving it to you. But if right. you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. Yes. So much power in just stating our desires. And what I see is people are even afraid to say them out loud. And I mean, I experienced that myself, right? And so, and so there is no harm in it. Even just telling a friend, a trusted friend, you don't have to even have taken the actions yet, but just express it out loud, say it to the universe, say it in your journal. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, ve- I'm very glad you, uh, you may have not realized you said trusted friend, yeah, because trusted. I think oh, everyone no, I know. knows there are people in their life that they don't share these things with. Yeah. And generally it's people's family. Totally. Yeah. And like the close friends that want to keep you safe and yeah, yeah. that they don't mm-hmm. want you to change. They mm-hmm. want you to stay the way that you are so that you can maintain being their friend. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it. I mean, I think it's sort of like a subconscious thing that they don't even yeah. know they're doing. Uh-huh. And so you do have to be careful about who you talk to about it and when you're ready and then, and, but, but do it, especially with those people who are going to just, and you know who these people are, yes. like like-minded friends, I yes. also like to say. Yes, I, I, I totally say that on purpose. So yeah. that, that's <laughs> the value of having an outside perspective, talking to another entrepreneur, hiring a coach, because those are what I would call committed listeners. Yes. And I can't even tell you how many times those committed listeners, like something they say back to me is just feels like a gift from the universe. That was like the next step I needed to take. And it amazes me. So just even for that reason alone, speak your desires out loud. Perfect. Well, let me ask you this. Is there some free resource that you can uh, provide that'll help uh, the listeners continue to move forward in this way? Yes. So I have a make it happen planner that's free on my website that you can download. And that's kristenswansonconsulting.com. And you can link that up in the show notes, right? So yeah. So it's a make it happen planner and it helps you do exactly what we just said, say out loud and on paper, what it is that you want, how it will feel, and then break it down into steps that you can take and put onto your calendar and start making it happen. Thank you, Kristen. Yes. That's uh, kristenswansonconsulting.com. And how to spell it all will be in the show notes. 
And Kristen, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you. It was fun. Thanks for having me. You got it. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. You can listen to The Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate, review, and subscribe. If you'd like a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or money, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx, and you'll hear my TEDx talk on how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and provides the cure, a 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice. Next week, we have as our guest, Dove Gordon, who has an amazing mastermind group for leaders in the online marketing and education space. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now. We'll be right back.